0: Hello listeners, welcome to the Medrich Podcast by Medrich Knowledge Sharing Forum, top-notch talk with healthcare experts. I'm your host Roshna, let me give you a quick insight about what is Medrich Knowledge Sharing Forum. We are the only forum to focus on healthcare management knowledge sharing. Our forum helps you to connect with healthcare industry experts. Medrich Knowledge Sharing Forum is the right place to share best practices, interesting queries and articles respect to the healthcare field. to join with us we have Mr. Arun Prasad who is a healthcare improvement professional with over 10 years of working experience in healthcare. Arun received his bachelor of physiotherapy from Dr. M J University, India, an MSc in international healthcare leadership from the University of Manchester, UK. He also pursued his PG certificate in patient safety and quality management from the University of Calgary, Canada. Mr. Arun is a fellow of International Society of Quality in Healthcare. He's a member of American College of Healthcare Executive and an active member of Planetary International Patient and Family Partnership Council. He is currently working as a quality officer in King's of Medical City, Riyadh. Hi, Mr. Arun. Welcome to the MedPish podcast.
1: Hello, Roshina. Thank you so much for welcoming me. It's my pleasure to be here uh, to share my knowledge and skills over this network.
0: So much. So I have... Uh it just about you. Can you elaborate on the same with us uh, by starting with your self-introduction?
1: Um, I'm a healthcare improvement expert, most passionate about ensuring the patient care meets all the six dimensions of care quality with improved patient experience and high value for the money you spent.
0: Nice. So, thank you for your self-introduction. Getting into the podcast, uh, to start off with, What is person-centered care? Uh, Can you share us what is person-centered care and why there is a lag?
1: Yeah, Actually, person-centered care simply means uh, putting the patient at the center of healthcare and organizing the care around the patient's need and desire. Uh, Many people think that person-centered care is perhaps just about giving whatever the patient wants, uh, just sharing every information to the patient. But it is about treating patient as an individual, and as equal partners in the business of healing. Uh, the patient centered care has many definitions, uh, but Institute of Medicine defines person center care as providing care that is respectful and responsive of an individual uh, patient preferences, needs, and values, and ensuring that the patient value guide all the clinical decisions. Um, so it means like uh, not only uh, uh, involving patient as a uh, partner also empower the patient. We teach the patient, we educate patient, and give all the necessary information to the patient, and let him to be part of, uh, let him to be a partner of decision making in his own health. Um, so actually, patients, persons and a care um, is not actually a model of care, whereas uh, but it's a mindset uh, uh, where it uh, where it's a total shift from traditional provider driven and this is focused approach. Uh, you know, the golden day we, we just followed, uh, you know, um, physician-centered model, or uh, doctor-centered model, but doctor is the one who decides uh, what to be given to the patient, what kind of care, um, care should be uh, go to him. Either he will just go for surgery or he will not go for surgery. So everything depends on the uh, provider or doctor. So, this uh, mindset is totally changing from, um, from provider into a patient-centered approach where we empower patient, we educate patient, we give uh, right information and tools to the patient. So, he will be educated about his disease and uh, his issue, and he will take decision uh, along with the uh, physician support. Actually, it simply you can tell like in my term, it's not about traditional providers versus patient. Either it's a provider plus patient versus disease.
0: Like um, it's more of important to educate the patient uh, before treating. So uh, if that's what the patient-centered care is uh, focusing on, then absolutely applause to it. So uh, moving on to the next question. What is the benefits of patient-centered care? And can you share some of its real benefits with us?
1: Okay. Actually, uh, you know, person-centered care is now widely recognized as a foundation to safe and high-quality health care. The benefits are for everyone, not only for the patient uh, um, side. The benefit is for the the providers and also for the organization which provides person-centered care. Uh, So research has shown that person-centered care improves clinical outcomes of the patient, such as improved quality of care, safer treatments, Improved patient experience of care and decreasing hospital visit uh, due to improved self-management. Because patients know about his disease, he knows about how to manage his disease. So he, so the necessity of coming to hospital, like readmissions, will be less. And you'll have an improved quality of life. Uh, this is for the patient. And if you see at the provider's level, like uh, doctors and nurses, they will have better st- satisfaction okay by providing person-centered care um you see patient is getting improved patient is happy so you will normally your satisfaction will go high and also it will decrease the burnout it's it will decrease the uh, you know mental stress and and work stress uh, we call it as a burnout it will uh, decrease the burnout then if you see at the organization level uh, you know these measures like person-centered care measures or person-experience measures acts as a benchmark for a healthcare organization. Uh, so he, he, one can easily uh, pick an organization which really focuses on patient-centered care, who is respecting the patient, who is valuing the patient. So the organization will stand out of the computation. And uh, also the measurement of patient experience like patient experience survey, patient satisfaction survey, these kind of tools... Uh, will help the organization to improve their processes and clinical outcomes and also helps us to properly utilize our resource and improve their safety system. Uh, so it's it's actually helping um, organizations to improve their process and system, uh, which is a, um, a very good benefit for the healthcare organization. And again, uh, you know when it when you see at the look at the business perspective, uh, so all, all the organization wants uh, their customers to return. Um, uh, also, they want uh, patients to refer, their, uh, refer, the, uh, refer the hospitals to other f- uh, friends or to their family and provide positive word of mouth about their healthcare experience. So uh, providing healthcare, uh, patient-centered care uh, has many benefits at uh, three levels, like provider level, patient level, and for the organization level
0: if patients get uh, good care, of course they're gonna recommend it uh, through the post word of mouth, as you said. So it's a mutual benefit for uh, everyone, like organization, patient, and also. So like how the organizations can adopt this PCC or how the healthcare professionals can uh, do it?
1: Yeah, this is a great question actually. Uh, Globally, uh, the healthcare systems and organizations are really looking to improve their health system performance through the implementation of person-centered care. However, uh, many find it hard to embed it in their daily practice uh, because its um, uh, its incorporations um, needs a lot of changes. It need new skills, cultural shift, and uh, uh, also need collaboration between the patient and the providers and various stakeholders. Um, so for me, uh, there are a lot of... Uh, uh, strategies uh, that an organization need to concentrate in order to embed person-centered care uh, into their health system. So first thing is leadership. So leadership plays a fundamental role in helping person-centered care to be successful in their organization. Uh, so it means like leaders should be visionary and he how to create a vision for uh, for the organization uh, which is person-centered care so incorporating person-centered care to be part of uh, vision okay second thing is uh, creating organization culture uh, is very uh, essential uh, after leadership organization uh, that supports patient centered care uh, which includes having person-centered care as part of hospital vision and mission statement uh, is very important so you must have person-centered care as part of your vision and mission statement a great example Comes from uh, Mayo Clinics. We, we all know that Mayo Clinics is number one health system in the United States. So they have clearly mentioned in their recent statement the best interest of the patient is the only interest to be considered. Okay, this is their vision. Uh, you mean, uh, they said it before 110 years. In 1910, uh, Dr. William J. Mayo said that the best interest of the patient is the only interest to be considered. And still, uh, it is fundamental principles of Mayo Clinic. Uh, vision and mission and the way of doing business. Um, so that's why really they are number one health system in the US. So this kind of uh, explicit statement should be uh, present in the organization. So this is this can be only done by um, leadership with right culture and uh, right vision. Uh, then of course supporting the workforce uh, to commit the person-centered care is also really um, yeah, really needed because we have to empower our staffs. Uh, to you know what is person-centered care and how to provide person-centered care at every time. And um, the next one is creating a system that regularly measures uh, and monitors person-centered care. Uh, in quality, we say is that uh, without measure, you cannot manage. Uh, so it's vitally important to measure your health system performance through uh, patient experience surveys and patient reported outcome measures so, or through patient compliance. So these measures will help you to improve and you'll say where, where you are and how you need, need to improve. Then also uh, partnering with patients. So partnering patient is, uh, is the thing that, um, that is a high level of strategy, uh, but as an evolving organization, you just need to concentrate on those things. But, uh, but partnering, patient, uh, partnering with patients will really help you uh, to take it further. Okay, so it can be done like through having a patient and family partnership councils. Those kind of councils are very active in West. And now in India, I think it's, it's normal. It's a new thing. So those kind of things can be really helpful uh, for our organization to embed person-centered care.
0: So uh, vision and the leadership is being uh, mentioned as an important determinant for person-centered care. And why leadership in healthcare is so important and unique?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, uh, strong leadership is critical to transforming uh, the healthcare landscape of today because healthcare is undergoing massive transformation. Um, Either you take it as a digital transformation or changing models of care or increasing consumerism. Uh, you know, like um, uh, we call it as consumerism in healthcare. Uh, patients are now uh, increasingly viewed as an empowered consumers. Uh, this is this effect comes from um, we call it also call it as an Amazon effect. Okay, so uh, so they are increasingly viewing healthcare as a product. So they not only wants uh, good healthcare, they want the best healthcare with with all. Uh, with very good experience, like they don't want to have a lot of waiting time, they don't want to be poor care, unsafe care. So patients are really empowered customers. So we need to adopt those uh, changing trends. So leadership is fundamental in transforming the uh, healthcare industry. Uh, The healthcare leadership is unique because uh, the healthcare industry is very unique and complex. It cannot be compared with any other... Uh, organizations like um, IT or finance, or you cannot really compare because uh, there are a lot of involvements of multiple stakeholders, different professionals working together for the pay uh, for common goal. So it's really difficult to organize everything under one um, one system. And if you see the nature of service is totally different, um, the customers are fundamentally different from normal situation. They may be uh, they may be uh, with with uh, anxiety, there may be sometimes uh, with grief, so all those situations can happen. Uh, so you cannot just run uh, it as a business and drive for profit. You have to prioritize the patient clinical outcomes over uh, your uh, profit. Um, so that's why healthcare leadership is very unique, not only in terms of uh, incorporating persons in a care, but also in, in in adopting all those new trends. So healthcare leadership should be strong and fundamental.
0: That's really well said. It, it must be strong and fundamental. So today there are like many non-clinical people are also in the leadership role uh, in the healthcare industry. So what are the qualities they require to be in it as a healthcare leaders?
1: Yeah, um, actually um, leadership is almost like um, leading an organization, but in the healthcare Uh, Other than having management and leadership skills, you need to have a few other extra skills, actually. But I call it as uh, BEC, B-E-C, it's not BEC, BEC. Uh, So it's like be curious, empathetic, and continuously learn to continuously improve. These are the three qualities I believe healthcare leaders should should have. Uh, The first is be curious and visionary. Uh, It is very important to have vision when you work in the healthcare industry. In Addison, uh, more important that your staff uh, need to uh, know this vision. This is called a shared vision. So the leadership will create the vision and he, um, he clearly translates this vision into an organizational priority. Okay, And staff need to buy this vision. So this is very important. So you have to be visionary and you have to know how to translate this vision successfully into people. Second thing is an unique thing about our healthcare leadership is empathy. So it is the empathy is the ability to put yourself in someone's shoes and walk alongside them during the times of sorrow. <clears throat> so this will really help to help to understand the people, uh, stories and issues, which is actually a good way to improve the system and process in the healthcare. Then the third one, um, continuous learning to continuous improvements so today as i said today's healthcare is undergoing massive a massive transformation not only digitalization changing patient's requirement and changing models of care therefore to adapt, one need to be continuously learn and continuously improve himself and the organization so i feel these three are fundamental for either a person from comes from non-healthcare background or a person comes from healthcare background, but for now uh, some of the healthcare background like um, doctors and nurses and, and therapists, it's normally you know empathy is normally uh, they may have empathy in part of their experience. But for the non-healthcare, they have to learn it and uh, they have to do it.
0: Each and every part is like very clearly explained. That of course. And- Uh, the leaders should have empathy who is from non-clinical background side they can't just take it as a lethargy as uh, other things it's been well said so like most of the places we are talking about patient experience how to measure the patient experience
1: yeah that's an important thing you know patient experience um, is about how patient feels about the care he received during his whole journey in the hospital Actually, patient satisfaction, uh, we just measure uh, whether the patient is satisfied, or neutral, or not satisfied, those kind of things. But um, in the patient experience, um, uh, the patients are asked to mark on different domains, like communications with nurses, how good their communication with the nurses, there are scores, and how the responsiveness of the health hospital to, towards their needs, and how their communication with the doctor how long doctor met the patient, how his communication he have whether he shared all the information about the patient, the patient condition to the patient, um, and uh, how his environment of care, like hospital environment, whether it's clean, whether it's simulate the home feel, whether it's not um, uh, well furnished, can okay, meet the patient demand, all those things. And also about uh, his, um, his uh, pain management, Suppose if he go for pain or injury, so how well he managed his pain, and uh, assess how easily he can assess each and every part of the healthcare, okay, and uh, discharge information whether he, while he going for discharge whether he got all the informations, okay, he knows well how to manage himself in when he go homes, whether his is properly educated, so those kind of things. So it's a holistic approach, like uh, holistically um, uh, assessing whether the patient is um, satisfied in all those components of, um, you know, hospital journey. So this is called patient experience. And the patient experience measure is very, very important today, you know, uh, because it is one of the important quality measures nowadays um, and consistently emphasized by many research. Um, that um, patient experience is really important. So one of the examples is if you see the Institute of Healthcare Improvement, we call it as IHI. Many of us uh, from the healthcare, they know what is IHI. Their framework is called as Triple Aim. So Triple Aim says that um, we wanted to improve the patient um, population health per capita. We wanted to decrease the per capita cost of care. Uh, we wanted to increase the patient experience of care. So these three things are called triple aim. So, uh, so almost patient experience is uh, giving given more importance nowadays. Um, so measuring patient importance plays a crucial role to improving the organization's performance and excellence. Secondly, uh, measurement of patient experience is important because it also provides opportunity uh, for the healthcare organization to know uh, where is the lag? Where we are we doing mistakes? Why are we doing mistakes? So whether we have problem with uh, communicating with the patient, whether we have problem with uh, uh, physicians, whether we have problem with the nurses, whether we have problem with the environment of care. So it helps us to assess ourselves. Uh, patient experience is really important and measuring patient experience uh, really helps organization to evolve themselves.
0: Uh, so you mean to say that uh... Patient experience like a base of everything.
1: Yeah, that's true, Krishna.
0: So how uh, do you see the healthcare landscape of today uh, compared to the past?
1: Yeah. Actually, I have mentioned it um, a few times while I was asking you other questions or answering your other questions. So the healthcare landscape of today has drastically changed, really, uh, mainly driven by technology, increasing demands for the patient, and coupled with higher patient expectations you know so i'm sure that patients are different today than in the past today patients do not just want excellent care they just want excellent service and with increased convenience no one want to wait for a long time like in the olden days we wait for a long time to get our emergency um, in the emergency care so we don't want it to wait as a result. Uh, Just providing high-quality care alone is not sufficient to meet the expectation of today uh, healthcare consumers. So the healthcare organizations need to rethink their approach and um, need to deliver beyond just improving their, uh, just treating the patient. They wanted to maximize the value. So they have to think from the customer point of view. So how we add value to the customer? So so this value is an important term in healthcare. Um, so what is value in healthcare is like it's your outcome divided by your cost suppose you go for the hospital and you get very high quality care and with low cost that is the high value But you go to hospital B you get very poor quality of care but the cost is very high so the value is low so from the patient perspective I got very low value Uh, so This is very important in the healthcare today so that organization need to concentrate on how to improve the outcomes of the patient, not only clinical outcomes, also the patient experience outcomes and how to try to decrease the cost or they have to at least try to match the cost with the outcome. So, uh, organization really need to uh, uh, think about it.
0: The technology has been the main uh, thing today. So, what are some of the future trends that are, uh, every healthcare organization needs to embrace in order to stay uh, competitive?
1: Yeah, actually, we have almost discussed all those things which are uh, organization how to adopt um, adapt, uh, for the future challenges. Um, I'm again going to summarize it, actually. Um, there are three fundamental new strategies that need to be embraced by healthcare industry in order to stay competitive. So first thing is, as I said it, putting the patient at the center of healthcare. So patient is the real judges of quality. You know, the patients, um, so we have to just um, uh, just concentrate on patient, what he wants, okay, how to empower patients, how to involve him as a real partner of care, okay? So these kind of things is uh, the first priority. Uh, the second thing is shifting the volume uh, to value. So, in the earliest days, the amount of service a healthcare provider performed or the number of patients treated was the major metrics in the Avika, also called it as fee for service model if we, If we treat more patients, we get more money, uh, but we don't uh, know how the patient is satisfied, what is the quality of care uh, and all those things. but this is now changing. People are demanding value for the dollar they spend, and then, you know the um, so uh, so we have to really concentrate on improving the value rather than uh, concentrating on the volume and the third thing is adopting the information technology health information technology uh, presents numerous opportunities for improving and transforming the healthcare um, it helps us to decrease the human errors it improves the clinical outcomes it facilitates the care coordination it improves the practice efficiencies and helps us to really tracking the data so in healthcare we have a lot of data But after we have very good information technology now, we can really utilize the potentials of data in healthcare. Um, So so these three things, like providing patients in a care, shifting from volume to value, and embracing the information technology, these three things um, is necessary for any organization in order to perform better and stay competitive in the market.
0: Nice share. Whatever you have said, you just shortened it very sweetly. So for all these things, considering all these things, what is your message to the professionals who are upcoming in the healthcare industry?
1: Yeah. So one of the, uh, you know, the myth uh, in healthcare management um, nowadays is uh, healthcare managers often believe that only providers should be service-oriented and empathetic. It means like doctors, the nurses need to be, uh, empathetic to the patient how to think about the patient how to caring, how to compassionate but whereas the managers are a business people we just need to manage people and um, uh, helps our organization to drive profits and achieve results so that's totally not true so one of the um, important thing uh, for the healthcare leaders uh, is empathy so I, I firmly believe that healthcare leaders and managers should always uh, think from the patient perspective. They have to see from the patient perspective of healthcare. So, how it is if I am as a patient? How I, if I receive this poor care? How if I receive this unsafe care? So, what is the cost of unsafe care to his family? So, a lot of patients die because of uh, medication errors. A lot of patients die because of uh, um, a wrong procedure a wrong surgery this is happening in the healthcare, and we are uh, actually celebrating the patient safety day actually uh, today is the patient safety day, well patient safety day so uh, i um I emphasize the importance of being empathetic and thinking from the person perspective um as uh, Dr Juran says he's a quality guru. He once said that if organization that focuses on customers they really outperform uh, with any other organization. So you don't need to think about how to improve the profit. You just think from the, how to improve the patient outcome, how to improve the uh, patient experience, how to give good care and safe care to them. So it will automatically improve your brand loyalty and it will drive the profit.
0: Seriously, those are the great words from the quality guru. And uh, thank you for remembering and uh, sharing us today. So uh, we are almost at the end of the podcast. So can you share your favorite books and the person who inspired you the most?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, you know, I, I'm always a great uh, follower of a lot of uh, people, inspiring people's uh-huh am almost same like uh, the reach uh, uh, vision is to be you know to let them to let the let the people from the health information healthcare management to introduce to the thought leaders. So we I also have normally I normally follow a lot of people and um, read a lot of books. Actually, um, my most favorite um, people are um, I can say like there are people from healthcare and also non healthcare. In the non healthcare, I love Elon Musk. You know Elon Musk. Known, for, known by everyone um, you know the great thing is his ability to transform his vision into a successful business he's a great entrepreneur so everyone has a vision but he turns into a successful business uh, so that's a, that's that's uh, what I love with Elon Musk uh, also favorite uh, healthcare leaders like um, the president um, um, uh, ex-president of uh, Institute of Healthcare Improvement Don Berwick of course many of the healthcare management professors know him and they follow him. And Michael Porter is a Harvard Business School professor, and he is the person who introduced the concept of value-based health care. Um, so uh, he's still um, um, uh, acting as a professor in the Harvard Business School, and he established a prize called Michael Porter Prize uh, for Health Economics. And also Henry Mintzberg, he's one of the a uh, leadership author and uh, professor from McGill University. So these are these are the few uh, few of the guys I I really follow and regularly listen to their speeches and I follow their YouTube channels and all those things. I also recommend uh, people who are interested to read healthcare management leadership to uh, to go through um, um, a book called Management Lessons from Maya Clinic. Okay, so there was a good book. Um, it has. Uh, uh, mentioned about all the struggles and and how they successfully implemented um, a myoclinic Clinic system of management, okay, and all those things. That's a very good book, and also Juran's Quality for Leader. That's a great book. So these are the few things I can suggest for the um, upcoming healthcare management professionals. Wow,
0: it's really a peculiar pickup and. Uh... Great one uh, to, uh, you know, uh, to know about all these books. So thank you uh, so much, Arun. We are done with the podcast. And thank you for sharing your knowledge today. It was one of the awesome episodes. So yeah, uh, good luck to you.
1: Thank you so much, Rashna, for the opportunity. Um, actually, it's my pleasure being here to always share the knowledge to the um, to the people okay so not only to the people I also wish you should reach to the patient okay that's the ultimate purpose of um, purpose of uh, purpose of ourselves so we have to help patient to educate and empower and take their health forward so that it will really uh, you know helpful for uh, for the health system so thank you so much. And um, looking forward.
0: Surely, Arun. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Hello, listeners. If you have any doubt regarding this episode, follow the topic in our Madrash Knowledge Sharing Forum. Thank you for listening. Hope you all enjoyed the session. Keep gaining the knowledge with Healthcare Industry Expert by MedReach Podcast through MedReach Knowledge Sharing Forum. Until the next episode, take care.